You see, folks, ever since I came back to Tank or Anchor, the only reason why is because I'm really good at doing it. But if you want to create your own podcast with absolutely free, with no wires attached, no strings attached, let me. It's a, and it's the answer is Anchor from Spotify. Let me say this: Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast without all the hassles. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me break it down for you. Create with creation tools, tools, tools. They will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's intuitive episode builder, you can visualize, edit, and arrange your segments without an instruction manual. Record remotely with up to four people, no matter where they are in the world. And with Anchor's built-in audio library, you can also add background tracks, transitions, and sound effects to your show. And of course, they're going to distribute to your po- your podcast. Let Anchor do that for you. It can be heard on most of the po- popular listening platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. And looking, and if you want to look for make look to make money from your podcast, you can with no minimum listenership required. With Anchor sponsorships, you can earn money every time people listen. Listen, no matter the size of your audience, you can also collect easily collect monthly donations from your fans right from your Anchor profile. And of course, they're still not a percent free. Hey. With no monthly fees, no trial period, no strings attached, no subscription necessary. That's why I get all my stuff done with Anchor. Because I listen to the, uh, that's why I do this podcast for years. I guess for, and now, you can too. This is the uh, nick of it as the excellence in podcasting. Want to get, want to get Anchor? Download the free Anchor app on the Google Play Store or App Store. Or go to anchor.fm to get started on your journey to, into podcasting. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. To get, and you can get started on your show. No. Without any strings attached. No wonder Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And now, on to our feature presentation. From our studios here in the Great South Bay in Long Island, New York, this is the Home Turf Sports Podcast. Here's your host, Matthew Outlay. Broadcasting from our Long Island studios, emanating from the Great South Bay. Well, maybe not from the streets, maybe not from there, but we're pretty much close. You're listening to the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. I'm Matthew Wally. I'm your host. Welcome to Wednesday, October 5th, 2022, Hump Day. And, and of course, we're through the first full week of October. It's starting to feel like fall. I mean, maybe we're just going to get warmer. The weather's getting chilly. And we're going to get warmer. Baseball season is about to wrap up. And, of course... I'm of course, and football season's still going, and basketball season's going, going to start about to get going. But right now, I mean, I'm gonna put this up front here. It is like every, I mean, here's the thing about negative sports talk. I will say, I, I, and I mean, 
this is where I have a problem with it. Event. I mean, Trey Watson has an issue with that too. When it's the radio, me as well. But it's also um, turns to YouTube as well. And sometimes nothing people will say is positive. I mean, um, I mean, let's face it. He targeted. Um, let's let's face it. Black and white sports did the idiotic. Did, did the idiotic. Idiotic material about different NBA personalities, such as head coach, um, seventy six percent coach Doc Rivers, the dumbest headline. He says, "Woke Sixers coach Doc Rivers uses NBA training camp to push Marxist anti-American ideology on players." Like anti-American? Like, are you kidding me? What's American about America? America being strong about being a good human being, being a decent human being, being a bigot. That's uh, that's anti-American. Showing that you're showing you're racist. That's anti-American. Defending. Bigotry and the BS that comes with it. That's anti American. I mean, give me a. And, he, and, the, and the dude, and John Matrix went credited, like, Swartz saying, Breitbart, Breitbart, the, I mean, the worst website in, in the history. These guys are like. Bleeping fools. I mean, somebody send this man, somebody send this man, send some help. Then he taught, then he talked, then he made and continued this, he continued in everyday routine, like uh, earlier th- earlier today, or dragging LeBron James through the muck. This time he's taking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with him. Hall of Fame, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Another headline came up there. He said, this looks sense. This looks terrible for the storied L.A. Lakers. Like, seriously, are you out of your mind right now? Um, I mean, is, has Milk Dead gone to a point where everyone sees him as a full of, full of bull and... Everyone, everyone just smells it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I call, yeah, I call John Matrix milk though, but because it's head, because every time I look at him, his head, face, face, I mean, looks like a giant milk dud. I bet most of you, most of the audience who remember listening to this podcast in earlier year, in the earlier episodes. I often call John Matrix a milk dud. He looks like him because he looked like a milk dud. Because he's often, and of course, the ultra maga moron felt like ultra. I mean, really had it made not only dragged a future Hall of Famer through the muck, he's dragged a, a one of the greatest scorers, one of the greatest winners, and one of the greatest human beings on the great on this earth planet on this planet. Play for a legend. Play for a legendary coach, 
And John Wooden, he's UCLA. He played for Pat. We played for Pat Wiley when in LA. He played for he played in Milwaukee with Milwaukee with head coach with Oscar Robertson, Bob Danrich, Greg Smith, Bob Boozer. Got him a ring. Got that team a ring for the like for 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 and their franchise. It was like they started in '68. They won in '71. And he dragged him, and he dragged him through the mud. Like, seriously, man. Maybe you should. Maybe you should seek serious help. This is a career. They make it a career out of dragging people through the muck. and his cohort Rosrance. I mean, cohort is like it. I say this a lot. If you if you take off the hat of his, you probably find tiny man-heating aliens inside controlling a soulless husk of a man. That's the that's just me right here. That's just me right here. I know about the rest of you, but I know when I but I know idiocracy when I see one. The reason the reason they do I and there is a good reason why. Negative, like good sports talk, could come in a form of very good, very good human beings. Like microphone, when he did the when he did the Tom Brady bit, Tom Brady story, he didn't have he didn't have to do it, but dude went out he went out of his way here, and I gotta and I gotta applaud him for it. He didn't have to apologize. You didn't have to say nothing of the kind. You didn't say nothing of the kind. If you talk about urinating tree, like who can who can ramble on and on about the about the Steelers and and the Pirates and the, and the Penguins. I'm talking about the NFL and the NHL at large. Dude is uh, dude is legitimately. If if it doesn't sound like negative sports talk, this is coming. Talk about a fan in the Pittsburgh area with three sports teams, and he had and he could and he did it with uh, complete honesty, like the, like the days of our Steelers series in 2018. And made a joke, made a joke about the pi, made jokes about the pirates, the penguins, oh, so and so down the middle. But me, when, when it comes down to me, I would say I'm always I crucify the Knicks a lot when they suck. I I I I I I mock I mock the Giants when they suck. For years, for years, I I hammered the Giants for failing every season. That is until Joe Shut until Matt. Cause I was like, can somebody bring this team back from the dead? A few years ago, Dave Gettleman came along. He brought in gutless Patty Shermer. And is getting and in the why did that tell me? Man, it was the worst season I ever saw in 2018. 2019, uh-uh. We took his gutless patty melt. With, he kicked it. We kicked gutless patty out and took his gutless patty melt with him. Joe, I thought Joe Judge was the guy going forward, but 
out the door. Dave Gettleman resigned. Now, Joe Schoen is, could be credited for turning, bringing back that culture of, of sustainability and winning to the Giants organization. Something that we saw from the Bills. When he, and, of course, brought in, brought in a, form, a former offensive coordinator from the Bills and Brian Dable, and look what happened. They're 3-1 right now. They're going to be playing in England this Sunday. And, yeah, I crucified the Yankees. And then there's our touch when I crucified the Yankees because when they play like goop, I, ha I hammer the Islanders when they play like garbage. Does that make me sound negative? That's not for you to decide. I'm not, I'm not, I, but I mock idiots who think they know a damn thing about sports talk. And this is why, and I always joke about this, and I always joke about this. They want to talk about, they want to talk about ratings. Black and white sports want to talk about the NBA ratings for years. They've done this a lot, they've done this a lot. I just, the, I made this show. To counter the bulls, bull, and I can't. I don't want to say. I want to. I, I. I was about to curse, but I held back. But that's okay. But then again, there's there's more to being more honest and open than whatever you said. And there's that part. If you want, you want to talk about ratings. How about the, what's the subscribers? You got you and any tree has more subscribers. Then all their channels combined. Black and White Network, Black and White Sports, Rose of Matrix Show. And of course, because there's a reason why Dude gets more more subscribers. Dude's funnier. Dude's funny. He talks about sports that makes us fa that makes us fans of it. Even an honest assessment of the Giants can't make me turn it away. I will say that I will say this out front. I it could be a bit honesty, but I have zero tolerance for grifters. Most podcasters, most podcasters, they probably they probably they'll probably grift a lot. They're trying to sell out. They sell some BS. I tell I sell like what it is. A platform with legitimacy, with legit honesty. That's why they get no respect whatsoever from me. Man, and of course you could say I'm like, I'm I'm still trying to get to the kinks of it, but hey, I'm glad I'm doing this. I'm glad I'm doing home tour sports. I'm glad I'm doing radio. Because, let me, sp and I'll be frank with this. Their material, or lack thereof, has given me and plenty of others near infinite ammo to counter back. And I'll be blunt, and I will be blunt. And while I have, and while I have the seventy-eight percent of audiences listen to Spotify, listen to my show here on Spotify, 
12% on Anchor. But then again, I'm proud of what I'm doing. We may, we may not, may or may not get higher ratings or higher, or higher, or higher, higher stuff going forward. But at least we, at least we provide people with the better product. Every episode, there are, as of right, as of this recording. There is like six episodes right above the ten, right above tens right now. Fifteen and more tens on them, and tens, tens in place. Two and a fit, two and fifteen or more place. We're barely cracking twenty and two. As long as it's, I would say, as long as it's sustainable. As long as it's successful, I will do whatever it takes to make it make it smart, and not and not drag and not be dragged down to our level. Cause I have a good message in my life. I I don't let negative people drag me down. They're just fine dragging themselves down right on their own. They want to drive me down and drive me, drive my, drive my name in the mud. No problem, man. No problem. They, they, they don't know. They don't know me, or they don't know what. They don't know what I'm about. Same was true for those who talk about on a daily basis, and they make it, and they just, and they make it, and they try to make it personal. Guess what? It's not work. It's not working. It's not healthy. I'm proud of what I'm doing, and I'm glad I'm proud of what I'm doing. A special thanks to Trey Watt. Special thanks to Trey Watson, dude. Really, really heard heard the podcast here. Heard our podcast here. He sent a, sent out a tweet to us that says, "Thanks for the recognition on Wednesday's episode. Really appreciate that." That was a Wednesday. Of course, we did on Wednesday. That was like on Wednesday, twenty ninth. When I was talking about negative sports radio, the same holds true for YouTube. Same holds true for podcast for podcasts. And I'm proud of, and I'm proud of, and I'm proud of doing this episode. Proud of doing that episode. And I hope I, and I hope I get people to talk about. The real stuff and and more important stuff going forward. I mean, that's I'll be blunt. These are the kind of things that I enjoy doing. That's what it's good. That's what home for sports is about. And of course, we'll be right back right after this. So don't go anywhere. I know. Your shirts are bland. Your hats are bland. Your businesses are bland. bland, So why not give it a facelift with L.I. Tops? L.I. Tops is is Long Island's home for custom shirts, custom hats, and of course, putting putting up vinyl banners for your 
and all your stuff for, for your businesses and whatever have you. Long Island Giants is home to some of the with some of the best guys in the business. So work to get this get to make sure your product stands out from the best. Don't forget to visit them. Don't forget to give them a chance to look out. L.I. Chops, if it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's L-I-T-O-P-E-Ops. Alright, folks, this is like an extension from Monday's, Monday's segment. This is pretty much updated. The score reports via the AFP the French, the French version of the Associated Press says, support says Portland fires two executives named in the U.S. Soccer Abuse Report. Of course, that was a shocker to me right then. But this was a sh- because this right here is a me- is was a mess going forward. Of course, earlier today, the Portland Timbers and Thorns on Wednesday fired two executives named in the devastating report which detailed systemic abuse in U.S. women's soccer. In a statement, Portland said President of Soccer Gavin Wilkinson and President of Business Operations Mike Gulop had both been relieved of their duties. I, in, in other words, they've been fired in one of the most shocking, in one of the most shocking Reports to known today, but of course, the decision came a day after owner Merritt Paulson announced he was stepping away from the decision-making duties in the wake of the report released on Monday. I'll cover that in a moment. A moment. Of course, both Wilkinson and Gulop had featured had featured prominently prominently in the findings of the report into abuse in women's soccer headed by former U.S. Attorney General Sally Yates. The report said Wilkinson had effectively concealed allegations of sexual harassment made against former Thorns head coach Paul Wiley. Thorns player Manasim alerted Wilkinson and owner Paulson to Wiley's repeated sexual harassment in a September 2015 email. Wiley was fired by the NWSL club soon after the email but Wilkinson made no mention of the harassment allegations against Wiley when the New York Flash contacted Portland to seek a reference shortly afterwards. Wiley went on to coach New York, who subsequently rebranded as the North Carolina Courage after relocating until being fired last September after allegations against the coach were revealed in U.S. media reports. Of course, Gulup, meanwhile, also faced allegations of misconduct. The Yates report recounted an episode in 2013 involving Sidney Barlow Cohn, who was the coach of the Thorns and is now the president of the U.S. Soccer Federation, meaning she calls all the shots in that federation. When Barlow Cohn reported that Gulup asked her, What's on your bucket list besides sleeping with me? Uh, weird. Of course, reports in the Oregonian newspaper have also detailed a toxic workplace environment 
overseen by Gulub that left many female employees feeling uncomfortable or inclined to leave. Wilkinson and Gulub's dismissals come short come after the U.S. National Team Captain Becky Sa Sauerbrunn on Tuesday called for the dismissal of any NWSL or U.S. soccer official found to have facilitated abuse or misconduct. Of course, every owner and executive and U.S. soccer official who has repeatedly failed the players and failed to protect the players who have hidden behind legalities and have not participated fully in these investigations should be gone, Sauerbrunn said during a press conference in London. So that right there is a mess for U.S. soccer and the NWSL in general. Of course, we have one new Paulson was the one who decided to step aside. Aside says, I cannot apologize enough for our role in our gross systemic failure to protect player safety in the missteps we made in 2015. I'm truly sorry. Yeah, I guess he did feel sorry. Maybe he, maybe he will, maybe he will take a breather from this. And but then again, maybe try to consider yourself a better human for it. You might, you know, my take for this right now. You really know? It said it before. I'll say it again. The end. What is soccer? has a culture problem. This, this, the, the, the systemic abuse, systemic abuse that keeps going on and on and on. And it doesn't, and it doesn't even stop. It's like, it's like this, it's not, it's not like it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing all around. It is a mess. From from coaches to executives to you guessed it even ownership. You are in an organi organizational it's an organizational problem that's not going to go away anytime soon. I don't care who will say it. But right now, it doesn't look any better. According to Sandra Herrera of CBS Sports, NWSL Clubs, Portland Thorns FC, Chicago Red Stars, and Racing Louisville FC are specifically highlighted throughout the report as environments where toxic behaviors and abuse were allowed to drive. Yeah. This was a mess. This is a culture problem. And you probably ended some, and it's like a, ma a mess going forward. Chicago Chicago Red Stars principal owner Arneem Whistler also released a statement announcing a similar step back, though Chief Business Officer Vicki Lynch told media in February that a day-to-day -day internal step back had already occurred at the club. Whistler has stated he will remove myself from my governance 
role within the NWSL Board of Governors and will hand over operational control of, our, of the club to our executive team in Chicago. And the players are sick of the lies and sick of the BS. Manashin in, in a tweet from Manashin in a statement from Sinead Farley, Shim, and Aaron Simon. She said, There have been too many years of inaction and too many empty promises made while players suffered at the ends of the league. No one involved has taken any responsibility for the clear role they played in her harming players. Not the teams, not the league, and not the federation that chose to ignore us and silence us, allowing the abuse to continue. It is time for action, accountability, and change. Owners who have driven a culture of disrespect, who are complicit in abusing their own players, have no place in this league and should be removed from governance immediately. This will be the first of many necessary steps to finally hearing our voices and keeping our players safe. I totally believe more. Angel City striker Sydney LaRoe, who was a remember she won a World Cup World's Cup with duet with the US in twenty fifteen, tweeted after a report was made public, saying it's my belief that when serious allegations are brought to you and you ignore us, you should have absolutely nothing to do with the sport ever again. Period. Totally agree. If you are, and, and I'll say this to all those podcasters, video, video, we, video, the video weasels. If you are for abuse, if you are for misogyny, then stay the hell away from talking about sports. Stay the hell from talking about women. Period. You make yourself, you make yourself feel like a bunch of idiots right now. They failed. They failed, and failed miserably. Sovereign says, "Of course, do I failed in your stewardship?" And it's my opinion that every owner and executive and U.S. U.S. soccer field official, but repeatedly failed the players and failed to protect the players, who have hidden behind the legal stuff, have not, and have not. Participated fully in the investigation should be gone. Absolutely should be gone. I agree with that. I and I I agree wholeheartedly. I agree wholeheartedly. That this is the most um, with Becky Sauerbrunn. The bare minimum, she says. The recommendations that are in the Sally Yates report should be immediately implemented by U.S. Soccer and by the league. Do I agree? Oh, you better believe I agree. You are, people are, um, when, when you create a, a culture of fear, when you create a culture of harassment, you deserve to be kicked out of the sport. 
I don't care. I don't care what you talk about. It was this sport has a cult. The sport has a culture problem. And no matter what, and no matter what you do, it's a mess. You are because you create that mess, and well, good decent human beings will be cleaning that, cleaning your mess up. And of course, the thorns have named Heather Davis, general counsel, general, currently the general counsel of the club. Interim president of Peregrine Sports, overseeing business operations for both the Timbers and Thorns. So, and Ned and Ned Grabovoy will remain as technical director and lead Timbers soccer operations, while Thorns GM Karina LeBlanc will continue her role, leading Thorns soccer operations. This is the cleansing of the mess that's been. Going on in uh, Portland and spiraling out of control elsewhere. When you create a culture of fear, you're done. You you you're done. You're have no place. There is no place for people like you in this business or in this sport. I don't know. I don't know if anything gets better going forward. But in the, if this is the if this is the case right now, I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if it continues to spiral down under out of control in the wake of this whole thing. Like I keep saying. This sport has a culture problem. It's not going away anytime soon. And it's sure as hell isn't going to be solved just like that. This just got to hope for change and things will come better. Things will probably be better or going, probably going forward. It's a mess right now, but what are we? What are we gonna do about it right now? We have to wait and see if things change for the better. That's the pro. That's that's the, that's the state. That's the day. That's why. That's where I stand on it. Just hope for the best. Hope for the best, and see that those who are complicit be held accountable, or be fired and gone. We'll be right back. I know, I get it. You're looking for the best shirts in town, something that associates with the area, or something like that? Let Mac of Amityville help you out. Of course, Mac is the home of the of Mac t-shirts, Long Island Toss t-shirts, Island Tribe t-shirts, and plenty of cool stuff, merchandise you can find. It's the best butter shop you ever find here, shop in Amityville. Well, check them out down on down on Route 110 and 10 at, next to the next to the Amityville Amityville train station. That's in the that's minutes from the Amityville train station. I mean, and don't forget to check them out and check them out today. Long you got Rucker Harlem has Rucker Lincoln Queens got Lincoln. 
but Long Island has the map. Most people will go on the field to celebrate either A, celebrate a celebrate win, other something like that. Others will act like a bunch of idiots, being drunk, being dared by it, but you get, but when you are on the field protesting something that doesn't involve the players, you or probably security would have, if security didn't stop you, somebody had to. Bobby went and Bobby Wagner knocked around, knocked the protest, knocked the protester, of course. Austin Nivisen of CBS Sports.com says, of course, with the headline, protester who rams Bobby Wagner tackled during the game versus 49ers while so we're pleased for it. Of course, perhaps the most eventful part of the Monday Night Football game between the San Francisco 49ers and Los Angeles Rams came when a protester for direct action everywhere ran onto the field with a smoke bomb. Like, people like, what the actual bleep is going on? You got not the rant. Duke came in here with a smoke bomb. Everything coming in there, and oh my god. You got, you got, this is pretty much an idiotic thing to do. The protester, of course, the protester was eventually taken down by a pair of France players, and he has now filed a police report over the incident. Oh, really? This is per TMZ. Later in the first half of the game, the protester ran onto the field while carrying a pink smoke bomb. What? My God. People are like, oh my God, what is going on here? As he ran down the Rams sideline, Tap McKinley and Bobby Wagner stepped in and knocked the man to the turf so security could detain him. And boy, did Bobby Bobby Wagner really, really not just silly. According, according, but let's say that. But let's take the uh, go in depth. This is from Jordan Johnny of CBS Sports. I come as well. It is. It's not advised to run on the field during an NFL game. It's illegal, and a decision you will probably come to regret. Not to mention there are, are large professional athletes wearing pads that are paid millions of dollars to violently take down other large professional athletes wearing pads. And sometimes they will turn their focus to the fans interrupting their game. That's what happened on Monday during a primetime matchup between the Rams between the Rams and Fortnite as a protester carrying a pink smoke bomb was taken down by the Ram by Bobby Wagner himself. The highlight of the, the highlight and the highlight. You carry a smoke bomb, Bobby Wagner going da da man. What are you crazy? An all pro linebacker, an all pro veteran linebacker, making the stop right then and there. You t- hitting the truck, hitting the truck stick on that dude. Ooh. Seahawks first, Seahawks first season when it led the halftime break with five total tackles. Six if you include that pink, pink down of that pink of the pink pass. Of course, they lost anyway, but 
there's all, but there, here comes the problem here. Something that really, something that really, really, really hilarious, really, really is pathetic. After being taken off the field, the man was cited and released. But upon leaving the stadium, the protester went to the Santa Clara Police Department to file a police report. A spokesperson for direct action everywhere told TMC Sports that he filed a report due to blatant assault by McKinley and Wagner. I mean, you you stepped onto their field. What do you expect? What did you expect? Try to be nice? They try to be nice? You want to send like try to give him a flower? Then probably body slam you. I eat example. Look at some dude ran onto a field, handing out some flowers. Angel Pagan body slammed him. I mean, seriously, really? You got knocked around. You got knocked around. You got knocked around. This is a no-no. When you caught, you are caught, you are caught, you are trespassing, and you want, and you want to file, and you try to file this right now. The organization also noted that the protester only suffered a burn for the incident. Neither Wagner nor McKinley have been charged with a crime. Otherwise, they're a bit, bit, they're a bit beaten up, but in good spirits. But that's from the uh, D, uh, D, the direction of action everywhere, but. Of course, Wagner was asked about the takedown and his post-game media availability, and he said he wanted to keep everyone else safe. He said, He looked like he wasn't supposed to be on the field. I saw security was having a little problem, so I helped him out. It was just keeping it safe. You don't know what that fan got or what they're doing. We don't know what they're carrying in their pocket. Safety first, my friend. Safety first, my friend. Safety first. And people were wondering, what are these people protesting about? Well, according to TMC Report Sports, of course, I'm quoting from um, ESPN.com, ESPN.com, Sarah Barshop. He said, they're protesting trying to raise awareness for a trial involving the alleged death of pigs from a factory farm. You can't really focus on it. I'm more I'm more concerned about the security guard that was hurt trying to chase him. You just got got to do what you got to do. But when you are when you are on the field, you don't know what they got—a gun, a knife. I mean, this is what this is pretty much they're pretty much illegal. Yeah, it's not gonna really focus on it, but at the end of the day, you are on when you are on the field. You're pretty much an idiot trying to run on the field with a smoke bomb, and now somebody will die. Someone and like probably blow this blow the stadium sky high. What are you? Dumb, are you dumb? You know what was wrong. Wednesday, of course, Wagner reiterated on Wednesday that as, a, as players, you never know what a person has in their hands or their pockets when they're on the field. There are consequences for their actions. 
And of course, you could say that. And of course, when asked what he thought of the police report, Sean McVay, the Rams head coach, said, I think that we all know where Bobby's intentions were, and I support Bobby Wagner. That's why I am with that. I don't think anybody will disagree. I don't, I don't disagree with that either. When you run onto the field with something in your... You probably don't know what's in your pockets. Probably a gun or a knife. You're pretty much stupid. You're pretty much stupid. This has got to be the most stupidest thing. You would follow a report when you're not supposed to be on the field to begin with. They'll probably, they'll probably drop that, that charge where Bobby Wagner flattened him. But they'll probably charge him for trespassing. That's about it. Sign up folks don't ever, ever, ever step onto the field to play when there's a game going on. I've seen too much. I've seen so much happen. Like 20, 2016. When, when some goofball tried to invade the football field in a scene in the 49ers-Rams game on a Monday night. Dude was, an, and dude was an idiot. He got tackled by security. Another one and another one came along the way. Oh, my God. This dude had, and I was like, wearing some, like, like some, sh some sort of, like, uh, swimsuit, male swimsuit. That, that, like, woman swimsuit he shouldn't be wearing. And it got caught by security. And it was at the Super Bowl in 2020. The 20, in 2021. Like, what is actually going on here? But at the end of the day, safety does come first. But I got I to pray, praise Bobby Wagner here. You don't go on. You do not go on the field. And just... And just, you know, try to go and try to, you know, be an idiot. Of course, and of course, that's what happens when you're on the air, when you have the episode, when you're on the have that of Peyton Manning and dissecting that, dissecting that hit. Boy, that's the worst you could get. We'll be right back right after this to wrap this up. I mean... There's, there's a, like I say, like I say you, there's consequences, I agree, there's consequences for your actions, for the love of God, and for the love of God, don't ever, ever, ever run onto the field of play when there's a game going on. We'll be right back. Now you can listen to Home Turn Sports on your on Google Podcasts. Check us out every weekday on our check out the link in our description to check out our new home for home just in case you don't even have Spotify nor Anchor. The Home Turn Sports Podcast every day on Anchor, Spotify, and now Google Podcasts. Don't forget to check us out today. That's going to do it for this edition of Home Tour Sports. Thanks for listening. Thanks for enjoying. Don't always remember, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Follow us on Twitter at Home Turf Radio. 
like I said, check out the Instagram page at Home Turf Radio, and we got, and like I said, Facebook at Home Turf Radio. We'll try to be more conscious of social media nowadays. That's okay. But that's going to do it for me. Back next time with an all-new episode. In the meantime, stay safe, stay well. And remember the and remember this great quote from Bobby Wagner when he not so when he in the aforementioned flattened the fan for being for being a complete idiot. That's not making a play. That's just keeping it safe. You don't know what that fan got or what they're doing. You don't see it all the time, and we don't know what they're carrying in their pockets. It's whatever that little smoke stuff is, but that bleep could be dangerous. One of the guys on the other side, it looked like he got hurt, and security looked like he was struggling. So I was frustrated, so I took it out on him. And of course, in a, in a, in a, spot, in a response to, and of course, in a, in a reaction from head coach, from 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan, I saw Bobby Wagner take somebody out. That was kind of cool to see. Even, even, of, even an opposing coach can respect a Bobby Wagner it. Even if it was just trying to keep people safe. In the meantime, stay safe. In the meantime, in the meantime, stay safe, stay well, and remember, stay away from the football field while play is in, while is going on. And also try to be a decent human being. Be a decent human being. Don't be a cancer, and don't be a don't be an idiot. So long, everybody.